Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Judges chapter 15. And there's a lot of titles I could call this one. I could call like PETA's Worst Nightmare. (laughs) Uh, But we're going to go with the Samurai Jawbone. And you're going to get exactly why that is. Uh, Samson don't mess around. I'm telling you, he he is definitely one of a kind. It's why in all of history, there's ever been one Samson, and you're going to find out why. But as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you are listening to this on the podcast, you are forever my favorites. <laughs> make sure you are leaving us a five-star review. And then the rally point for all of us is to go to the Facebook discussion at Bible Breakdown Discussion. And we love just doing life together. There's an amazing team of people over there doing daily devotions. And it's another spin and digging a little deeper into the chapters that we read together. And the more we dig, the more we find. And what I love about this is we just unashamedly are working really hard to create this network of people where we are rallying around reading God's Word one chapter at a time. And we need it. We, we need some therapy as we are going through the book of Judges. And if you remember, the overall idea of the book of Judges is don't be stupid. <laughs> Follow God. The cycle of sin stinks. That's the way of saying this is don't do life your way, do life God's way. And what we have been doing is we've been noticing that as Israel has no king, as they have now passed from the time of Joshua and the conquest until God has handed them everything and said, just go and be free, it is very difficult for us to stay free because of the allure of sin and all this stuff. And we're just seeing them grapple with it. And what God would do is he would raise up judges to help them get out of whatever trouble they got themselves into, kind of dust them off, get them headed in the right you know, direction again, and then it would happen all over again. And the judge that God has raised up in this time is definitely one that needs a little you know, extra grace required. <laughs> and Samson is about to start liberating the nation of Israel, and he's going to do it in his Samson way. So if you got your NLT Bibles, we're going to be reading out of the New Living Translation, Judges chapter 15, and we're just going to read and enjoy all that it is. So here we go. Let's get started. Joshua, uh, Judges rather, chapter 15, verse 1 says this, later on, During the wheat harvest, so during the fall wheat harvest, Samson took a young goat as a present to his wife, as you would, right? Who, What wonderful young lady wouldn't like a goat for a present? So he said, I'm going into my wife's room to sleep with her. Oh, Lord. But his father wouldn't let him in. But her father wouldn't let him in. Wait a minute. I truly thought you must hate her, her father explained. So I gave her a marriage to your best man. (laughs) But look. Her younger sister is even more beautiful than she is. Marry her instead. Obviously, Samson didn't like this. So verse 3, Samson said, This time I cannot be blamed for everything I am going to do to you Philistines. So he went out and (laughs) took out his wrath on a bunch of foxes. Sorry, all PETA people. He caught 300 foxes 
He tied their tails together in pairs, Lord help us, and he fastened a torch to each pair of tails. Then he lit the torches and let the fox run through the grain fields of the Philistines. He burned all their grain to the ground, including the sheaves and the uncut grain. He also destroyed their vineyards and olive groves. Who did this? The Philistines demanded. Well, it was Samson. That was the reply, because his father-in-law from Timnah gave Samson's wife to be married to his best man. So the Philistines went and got the woman and her father and burned them to death. Oh, give these people a king. Verse 7, because you did this, Samson vowed, I won't rest until I take my revenge on you. Pause. Now, this is the guy who just got through giving this poor girl to somebody else. You were so angry that you promised vengeance. Now that they done killed this guy, you doing the vengeance again. I think you just like the vengeance. I think that's what you like. All right, verse 8. So he attacked the Philistines with great fury and killed many of them, and he went to live in a cave in the rock of Edom, as you would. Verse 9. The Philistines retaliated by setting a camp in Jerusalem, uh, Judah, by setting up camp in Judah and spreading out near the town of Leah. Lei, excuse me, Lei. The men of Judah asked the Philistines, why are you attacking us? The Philistines replied, we've come to capture Samson. We've come to pay him back for all he has done to us. So 3,000 men of Judah went down to get Samson at the cave in the rock of Etam. They said to Samson, don't you realize the Philistines rule over us? What are you going to do to us? Or what are you doing to us? But Samson replied, I only did what they did to me. So (laughs) that is an Old Testament way of saying they started it. (laughs) And that's exactly what he just said. But the men of Judah went back and said, well, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We have come to tie you up and to hand you over to the Philistines. All right, Samson said, but promise that you won't kill me yourselves. To which they were going, "Uh, no, we see what you do. You know, when when we try to, people try to hurt you. Verse 13 We will only tie you up and hand you over to the Philistines, they replied. We won't kill you. So they tied him up with two new ropes and brought him up from the rock. Now, obviously new so that they would be stronger. Verse 14. As Samson arrived at Lehi, the Philistines came shouting in triumph. But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson powerfully, and he snapped the ropes of his arms as if they were burnt strands of flax. They fell from his wrists, as we all do when we're under attack by Philistines. Verse 15. Then he found the jawbone of a recently killed donkey. Pause real fast. In the old King James Version, they used a different word for a donkey. And so imagine reading this with that word the entire time. Probably shouldn't have said that, but there it is. All right, press play. Then he found the jawbone of a recently killed donkey. He picked it up and he killed a thousand Philistines with it. And Samson said, with this jawbone of a donkey, I've piled them in heaps. With the jawbone of a donkey, I have killed a thousand men. And I love this. Okay, Pause one more time. I know I'm having way too much fun with this. But imagine Samuel is writing this down. And it's almost like I can see in my mind's eye. This is not what happened, but in my mind's eye, it's almost like he is just so tired of Samson. And so as he's writing this, inspired by the Holy Spirit, he says this in verse uh, 17. When he finished boasting, 
<laughs> he threw away the jawbone and placed uh, the name. The place is then named Jawbone Hill, which is Ramath Lahi. So very inventive with his name. So when he finished boasting, he named the place and then left. All right, verse 18. Samson now was very thirsty, and he cried out to the Lord, You have accomplished this great victory by the strength of your servant. Must I now die of thirst and fall into the hands of these pagans? So God caused water to gush out of a hollow in the ground at Lehi, and Samson was revived as he drank. When he named, Then he named that place the spring of the one who cried out. Once again, not very inventive with names. And it is still in Lehi to this day. Samson judged Israel for 20 years during the period when the Philistines dominated the land. And this is ridiculous. Okay? The fact that Samson is constantly seeking vengeance and seeking vengeance and seeking vengeance is not, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of that. What the Bible describes, it does not always prescribe. So the fact that the Bible is telling you what happened is not saying that you need to go get the jawbone of a donkey and kill a thousand of your closest enemies. It's not saying that. It's just describing what happened. And what I love about this, there's, there's got to be a takeaway, right? God's Word is extremely practical. And so the takeaway for me is what happened in the final verse. So we can take something out of the samurai jawbone story. And that is verse 20 again. It says, Samson judged Israel for 20 years during the time when the Philistines dominated the land. Now, the reason why I like that so much is because we go through different seasons when we can be in circumstances that are unfavorable. Maybe you know, we live in a time where we really don't like what's going on in our country. We really don't like what's going on in our business we work at. Maybe sometimes we really don't like what's going on in our extended family situation. And the problem becomes when we're in these situations, because we're having a bad day, we think we're having a bad life. But that's not true at all. That even in the middle of a season, a period of time, when the Philistines dominated the land, Samson was winning. Samson was overcoming. Samson was not doing it the way that maybe a lot of us would do it. But God was blessing Samson even in the middle of a time of devastation. And this great adventure that Samson is constantly on is something that is very interesting, very different. But at the end of the day, God uses all of these very interesting and very different things to push his agenda forward. And so to me, what I get out of this is really that last verse, that even in a season of difficulty, God still does amazing things. You know, it is quite amazing that Samson was able to destroy so many enemies with one weapon, one tool. It's amazing to me that after that, he was afraid he was going to die, and God supplied for him yet again. And all of this, God doing all of these things, is during a season when he shouldn't have been doing so well. But that's exactly what God does. And so out of this, what I realize is that extraordinary circumstances are just the right atmosphere for our extraordinary God do extraordinary things. And so whatever world you find yourself in right now, whatever circumstance you find yourself in right now, I want to encourage you to not be so quick to give up. Not be so quick to say, you know what, our nation is in a bad place, so it's just, it's just all going in the wrong direction. Maybe it is, but that doesn't mean that God isn't going to do something amazing in your life. You know, maybe your business is going down. 
you know, place you work for. Maybe bad things are happening. Folks are getting laid off. All this. Maybe that's true. But even in the middle of difficulty, God can still do something amazing in your life. Maybe even in your extended family, there's there's drama, there's difficulty and, and all this, and you're doing your best to try to stay out of it, but it's still, still difficult. Can I tell you, even in difficult situations, God is able to do amazing things. These amazing things that God was doing in the life of Samson was during a time when the Philistines were running the place. So don't let the outward circumstances determine what God can do in your life. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you, God, that you do not consult our past to determine our future, and you do not determine our future based on the circumstances around us. Brother, your plan for us is between you and us. So I pray you'll encourage everyone who is listening or watching this today to realize, God, that the bigger the mountain, the bigger the victory when you get us over it. And so we celebrate you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Remember, the reason why all of this is happening is because Judges 17, 6 says, in those days there was what? No king. <laughs> all people did what was ever was right in their own eyes. Don't do life your way. Do life God's way, or you're going to end up like Samson, and it's going to be crazy. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for Judges chapter 16, and it's going to get crazier.